Welcome to Marketing for Your Boring Business, presented by All-in-One Social Media, where marketing professionals and industry leaders discuss what you can do to help your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. Join us each week to learn more about social media, online marketing, trending topics, and tips to grow your online marketing efforts. Now here's your host, Desiree Martinez. All right, welcome to another episode of Marketing for Your Boring Business, helping your message get seen in a cluttered news feed. Today we're talking with Amir Zanozi uh, from mm-hmm. Zoom, Perfect. and he is going to be helping us talk about how you can make your event much more engaging, more exciting, more just more everything so that you can be more successful. Welcome to the show, Amir. Thank you so much for having me, Desiree. This is awesome. I'm excited. All right, let's, let's just dive right in. So I think right. the first place to start is what is it that business owners need to know about using social media at their event? Yeah, social media is critical to any event. I mean, essentially, social media is a tool, right? Just like a telephone or an iPhone or Android or whatever with calling to people. But with social media, you're reaching so many more people. And it's a great way of finding people that have like passions that you do and what your business serves. It's the best way to connect with customers, let them know who you are, what you stand for, what your business provides, whether it's a service or a product, especially for events, uh, just having an orchestrated way for people to know how to share. People are going to be doing it no matter what. It's like Jurassic Park. Life will find a way. They're going to put out whatever hashtags that they want unless you direct them here. Here's the hashtag for this event. Please use this. And when you're starting to instruct them and sort of guide them, you can also reward certain types of behaviors that you would like to see from these people at your event, if this is your event. If it's not your event, then you, you want to hashtag it. You want to go in there and you want to start engaging with everyone. You want to start making your face known at this event and understanding like who the big movers are in the current conversation if you're new. And if you're not new, start welcoming the new people so they kind of understand that you're the person to kind of go through. I mean, social media is just such a critical tool when it comes to events. And at least for me, I treat it the same way as you would as walking into a restaurant or room where you see a bunch of people like a a physical meetup. Well, actually, so if you are at a physical meetup using social media, it's a great way to get like backdoor handshakes, like, you know, like meet people before you like the session breaks. Uh, but if you're meeting people online, like a chat or something like that, that type of event, then it's a great way of connecting with people. Then when you're physically meeting with them, it's great to connect there as well. Awesome. So let's say uh, I have an event coming up. What is like a mm-hmm. timeline for starting to plan it, whether I'm going to an event or my company or part of an organization is hosting it? Like what's the, like, how do you suggest like getting started? What should people be doing? What's a timeline look like for engaging with it? Like let's just walk through what that looks like. Yeah, that that's a great question. If it's like a conference, you'd want to get a couple months ahead of the schedule as far as like planning, like when you're going to go logistics, make sure like the last thing that you're worrying about if you're traveling is like where you're going to stay, what what you're going to do. When, whenever you go to a location like that, your focus wants to be specifically at that event. You want to maximize the time that you're there because maybe you might have to pay to attend this event or something. The other things are if you're presenting at this event is just having like a deck and everything ready, asking questions, what you might need for it. If you're attending with an exhibit and you're exhibiting a product or you have a booth, you want to make sure you have any type of marketing materials like a flyer or something 
people love to walk away with like a physical item. Uh, every, the whole world's digital, but it's a great way to kind of hack into their memory where like they have something physical that they stuff in their bag and when they're unpacking, they'll kind of see it. And then another critical thing, of course, is business cards. A lot of people forget them. And it is such a great way to just stick in people's heads again. Like they're going to go home, they're going to empty out their pockets and they'll have that business card that's there. And if you're collecting business cards, definitely make sure to like write a little tidbit of what you talk to them. So like when you reconnect after the event, you have that little item to jog their memory about what you connected on. Um, so like just having those little things in order, depending on what type of event it is, I think it's all about being prepared. You can rush to an event and attend last minute, but typically you'll find that like you'll forget one thing or you miss something. And when you're at this event, give it your full attention. Like, you know, I know it's tough for small business owners. You have so many things going on, but you want to really focus at that event. Let people know that you're there for them. Try to engage with as much people as possible and then get back to email and find out what everything's going on once you leave. So what can people prepare before an event um, online? Like what is it that they can do? Like what should they be doing? Yeah, so if there's a hashtag, one of the things I love to do is, so there's a couple of tools that I like generally use at events. One is like TweetDeck. So I might create like a list of everyone using a search of that specific hashtag and have that ready. So when I attend the event, I can just go to it and see everything that everyone's tweeting about it. Uh, Zoom, which is uh, one, I'm one of the co-founders of that company. A lot of people will use this for like social media listening for events and different types of uh, engagements and conversations. We have a free version of it where you can kind of create a feed searching the hashtag of the event, maybe the geolocation of the event to pull all that data. I like to do that beforehand just so when I'm there, I'm not setting up and scrambling again. Uh, I think – and then also bringing stuff like an external charger – uh, when I'm on my phone and I'm sharing a lot of content at these events, SOS, my battery is dying. Like the worst thing is being having to get up and walk to a wall or moving away from like the engagement of whatever's going on in front of you. So I like to bring like a little chargers, like my backup, just in case I'm doing a lot of stuff. And when you're at these events, it's all about like creating content and like capturing as much as you can and then sharing it in like a blog post, a LinkedIn post medium something uh even collecting some of the top tweets from other people and creating a twitter moment any type of way that you can like recap the event from your eyes is a great way to kind of assert yourself and assert some sort of dominance over this event where you're sort of uh having people share their experience through you because a lot of people won't take that effort so just being prepared just takes into account of not just getting like your social and all that and bringing like those physical things but just being prepared to like record content, engage with the audience there and capture this for a later goal. Uh, you should always have like some kind of focus going in and out of this event. If you're just going just to attend, you're not going to walk away with set stuff. You got to go in there and just be like, all right, I got to either make five contacts that could later be business deals, or I'm going to go in there and find a specific partner for this. Or I'm going to go here and I want these people to buy from me and know who I am. So like have these goals written out before you attend so that when you walk away, you, you can know whether you met your goal or you didn't or whether that's an event that's important to you that you should attend again. Or maybe that event's just not right for you. Yeah, no, and that's great feedback. I know that like some of the things that people have suggested in the past is like if you know you're going to be going to this event, sort of hijack the hashtag and just like 
start connecting with people, sharing with people, just being like that face and name so that come time for the event, everyone's like, you know, where's Desiree? Where's Amir? Or, yeah. you know, at yeah, Miss exactly. Desiree Rose, where is she? Where is she at? Yeah. You know, that kind of thing, like really hyping up the event. Because, you know, yeah. and I would think as an event person, the person putting on the event, that's the kind of stuff I would want because it's a lot of free oh, you love it. influencer, yeah. essentially influencer traffic that are helping to draw attention to your event. So a lot of small business owners don't know why they need like a hashtag for their event or why people should be sharing it or, or really just like what to do, like why. So mm-hmm. what as an event, like why should they have a hashtag and how should and what can they do with that hashtag or like checking in or whatever that may be to help their event and their and their business and their bottom line? Yeah, no, that's such a great question. I mean, so the hashtag is really for them to understand where's the channel for them all to huddle around and talk about this event on social with one another. It's just instructing like, hey, this is where we are. So that hashtag just really just organizes where everyone is and it's saying, hey guys, let's come here. This is what we're talking about. We also want to use that hashtag to also find great user-generated content from other people to highlight after the event. Look at all these thought leaders, all these great people in the conversation sharing great content. When I'm at these events, what I love to do is like get up. I'm a huge dork. I sit in the front row. I get a great photo of like the speaker. And what I'll do is I'll look at the – I'll either like see what they're saying and just summarize it in a great tweet. Like I'm always thinking about how can I simplify what this person just said? What, how do I understand what they just told me? And I paraphrase it with a photo of them with the tweet and the hashtag. And usually a lot of people will retweet that if you're fast at it. Or if you kind of missed it, like read what other people tweeted and just take all the best thoughts and put it in one tweet with a photo. Then everyone will share your con- content after the event. So you don't necessarily have to be the first to tweet what that person said. All you have to do is be the best person to summarize it. And a lot of people use your content to share instead of the first person. Apologies to the first person, right? But <laughs> but yeah, like, and those people that, like you said, are engaging and sharing this content, like you want to reward them. Those are your most important people. They are your cheerleaders. They're going to bring other people that don't know about your event to the event with the audience that they have because chances are you're not the only event that they're doing this for. So people look to these people and they call them influencers, right? People that are that drive some sort of value to audiences for specific passions and niches. And depending on what it is, and I'm on the camp that everyone's an influencer, uh, you know, like just before this conversation, I was learning so much about military life on bases outside of the U.S. that you and your husband are experiencing in interesting ways of what's okay and what's not okay, what's kosher and what's not. And I would deem you an influencer in that field because I'm, I'm listening to you. And if you say something, I'm going to pay attention to it. And if you say don't do this, I'm not going to do it. And that's because you're validated. You're verified in that niche. And that's how you gain influence is through sharing people that says, no, this person knows what they're talking about. So when you find those people at events, give them a digital hug. You want to reward them. You want to make sure that they feel empowered and they feel some sort of ownership over your event so that they bring more people. And then people that are not tweeting and engaging with stuff that you don't necessarily want to reward, just don't engage with them. They'll they'll fizzle out. People will stop. The more you engage with them, the more people will keep tweeting. It's sort of 
reciprocal in that nature. The other thing that I recommend is uh, there's tons of tools out there. You can use little social walls where if it's an event, you have a TV, you can have moderated tweets and Instagrams going to a screen with the hashtag. What that does is it lets everyone know that, hey, that's the hashtag that we're using. Everyone's sharing content and I should share content too. And when you moderate it, you show people what you want them to do. The way that people work is the more like you put content out there, the more easy it is for people, the more observable something is, the easier it is for people to impersonate it. And so you want to show specific content that you're like, I'm learning so much from this event, hashtag Desiree podcast, right? And then so when people share that uh, and you see that you share when people share that, more people will do that because they know you're rewarding it. So when it comes to these events, it's just look for people exhibiting certain types of behaviors that you like, reward them for it, and then also take the value from it and share it. And you want to periscope it. You want to put it out there. You want to get as much as people. Don't, don't hold it all to yourself. Uh, there's a lot of value happening at events. Get it out there so people know that there's there's value in attending your events. So it sounds like what you're saying is like really want to make sure that your organization, your company, your event has this hashtag, you know, so that the people that are there who are experiencing it are the ones telling the story because, I mean, you know, we we as a company or an organization are like, well, of course we want people to accomplish these things. and. You're going to get this and this and this, but it's totally different if it's somebody else. A lot of somebody else's yes. saying, oh, my God, not only did I get what they said, but look at all this other stuff I'm getting. You should be here. You're missing out. Oh, my God. And then, it, yeah, go ahead. No, I got to stop you right there because you said something so important, Desiree. People don't care what brands have to say, right? <laughs> People tune out. But if someone else says, if you, if I say Zoomf is the best, Zoomf is the greatest uh, technology and listening and audience analytics. You're going to be like, yeah, 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 Mira, we, we, we got it. We heard you. Sure you are, buddy. <laughs> but if Desiree, if you're saying, no, 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 I, I use Zoom. Zoom is amazing. You guys should definitely use Zoom. Then people are going to be like, oh, okay, well, if Desiree's using it, then I should use it too. Or Desiree's going to this event, I should go there too. And, and what you said is so critical. It's, it's not about, you want to empower people to tell your story, but you got to guide them to what the story is. Yeah. I think that a lot of boring businesses get a little concerned because they tend to be smaller and they tend to get into sort of control, control freak, like my brand, my baby, this is my mine yeah. and I want to yeah. control the message because I remember when I was starting out in social media and like within the first couple of years, everyone I talked to was like, they're going to say mean things about me. I don't want to be there. And it's yeah. like, and then I had to have that education with them that was like, guys, you're there whether you want to be or not. It's important for you to be aware of what's being said so that you can address the issues because people are going to be so mad if it's not addressed versus if it's like, oh, my gosh, we can do better. Or, oh, my gosh, thank you for saying that. It's so kind. And then on top of it, with their permission, of course, you can share that content that people are getting for your own brand. So it's like, yeah, mm -hmm. so... I went to your event and I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. Hashtag Amir Zumpf. You're able to share my stuff and that my audience and your audience is seeing it. So it's almost like not only is your event being promoted, but it's also in a sense an event is promoting a person as well and giving like that person a little bit of like validity and stuff like that. 
And then I want to mention something about that you had said about the, the Twitter walls or the hashtag walls, which I love. Mm-hmm. And I think that some really does some amazing ones because I've seen a bunch of the ones you share. But I, you. I think that one of the things that's really important about the, tw- the Twitter walls is that when people see it, they're going to be like, oh, I want to do that too. I want to be up on that board. It's like the kiss cam at a game. Like everyone's like yeah. snuggles extra close to their bow because they're like, <laughs> Yeah. Maybe that means I'll get to be on the kiss cam or whatever that that may be. So it's almost right, like, right. here's our hashtag, talk about us. And people are like, oh, we're doing that? Yeah, let me let me get on this kind of a thing. <laughs> I will tell you. So like um, one of our clients is the Baltimore Orioles. And they had a problem where this was like two years ago or so where people would come to games and they would take photos, but not of themselves. And I do this all the time I, too. It's like. You're like taking a photo of, they put up their phones, they're taking a photo of the diamond, right? They're taking pictures of the green, the grass. Here's my seats. Here's how it looks. The problem with that, though, is they don't, people don't want to see other people's photos of where their seats are, right? Like it's not interesting for other people. So we created this social wall that what it did was it rewarded people for taking selfies. You and your boo, you and your family, you and your kids, your friends, your groups everyone right and we only put selfies up there but we didn't tell them take a selfie and get on the board they saw it and it was monkey see monkey do it was that effect and so what we did was we shifted the type of behavior that this audience had without saying a word by just showing them what is cool and what is it with you and the other thing is the concept of leaderboards so whenever there's a leaderboard within a social media wall that gamifies the entire conversation where people who normally are like, I don't have anything really to say. Well, now they see like, whoa, 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 Desiree's number one. I can beat Desiree. I'm going to tweet. I'm going to Instagram. I'm going to get on there. Where do I write? Where am I? So it's like when you create these different types of things, you're gamifying the conversation, but it's in your favor because the more people are using your hashtag, the more people are mentioning you, the bigger the chances are that other customers might see it other people that are passionate around those same topics might see it and it'll help your community grow. Because at the end of the day, your business is about the community that you create around it. And as much as you can like entice that audience, engage them, empower them, just like you said, like, you know, get them feeling involved in it. That's super important. Yeah, I think that's great. So let's kind of like summarize a little bit here. So to get started, Make a hashtag for your event, promote it, and then find that hashtag and participate in it leading up to your event, right? And then engage with the hashtag, do what people are saying, be a thought leader as best as you can. And then, of course, the company or the organization putting on an event should be monitoring what's being said so that they can address any issues or share what people are saying and also actively participate with people, what is the easiest way or the funnest way or whatever you have to sort of have one place to show all this off and make it what it is? Like where, where can we get these Twitter walls or follow the hashtags? What can, how can that work for maybe the less tech, tech savvy few? Yeah. I mean, there's tons of apps that make it super easy. Zoom has some free tools that people can go to. It's, www.zoom.com one of and there's tons of people in this space um, that you can google and you can see like what's the best fit for you where you can just kind of 
for a wall, all you have to do is just connect the computer to a TV and full screen it. F11 on a PC and Command Shift F on a Mac. Super simple. It's just a web page. But with social hubs, you can take that and create it in like minutes and just embed that on your website. And I do definitely recommend having some sort of, you can even use Storyful, uh, or I'm sorry, Storyfy. You can use uh, Twitter Moments and embed that onto your website. The goal is you want to take people off social media at some point and take them off that rented real estate and move them onto your own properties. And your own properties are your websites. And that's where you have a little bit more control. It's very hard to get traffic to your website. So if you're giving them an incentive, like check out the photos from the event, check out some of the top tweets, check out you know the key moments that happened from this event. Here's a video recap that you can get. Well, you're gonna also wanna put on their forms where you can get a first name, last name, email. Those are critical things. People, you know, social media, yes, is dynamic and changing and shifting the conversation, discovery for new audiences, but email is a proven way of connecting with people. So taking them from social, connecting them with email so that you always have a direct connection with them is critical. And taking people to your website, like after these events, is a really great way of kind of driving that. But they're not going to come to your website unless there's some sort of value. So like one thing that I see a lot of people do is like, hey, after this presentation, we have like, for example, everything that I'm telling you is on the Zoom vlog. So if you want to go to Zoom's vlogs, you can go and read different ways to take advantage of events. But what I see a lot of people do is they'll give a link after their presentation and go to this ebook. And it's free. Just go download it. But when you have to submit your information to download it. So that just gives them a way of understanding, okay, who really got enough value from this conversation that they went to download this. And when you have that information, you can put it into a CRM or whatever system that you have of, you know, collecting information around your customers or potential customers to connect with them at later times. Awesome. Well, I think that everything that you said sounds perfect. And what's even more important, I think, about that follow-up piece that you added is that once the event is over, you can connect with people about when the next event's going to be and then how they yes. can participate and what next year's hashtag is and, and stuff like that. So it's all about, like, start to finish so it keeps going in a circle so that each year can be bigger and better. Yeah, the biggest mistake that I see people make is they start the fire, but then they let it go out. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, 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 no. When you have these events, these are just, uh, you know, these are sparks in the fire that you are there helping you get a much bigger fire. So you just want to keep fanning it. You want to keep giving them engagement. You want to let them know when the next event is. You want to let them know what they can do in between. You want to create like a Slack group or a Facebook group or somewhere where people can around their passion kind of talk in between events. As much as as great as all these communities are, these events that you create is data. And it's, the data is like just knowing why these people come to your events. Why do they, why, what is the interest? What is their focus around this? Because once you have all this, you can create more targeted messaging where you can work around. If I know they're coming here for this, then I'm going to create web campaigns around this. I'm going to have this in my store. I'm going to have this in my storefront. You know, like it's just understanding why are they there and what are the things that they care about. Yeah, it's almost like 
an event is just like a great big landing page that you go in person and you opt in and choose to be a part of all of the announcements and what they're going. What they're going That's to a fantastic doing. metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> so perfect. Well, all right, Amir, how can everyone find you and Zump? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, you can just find us at zoomph.com, Z-O-O-M-P-H. Tweet us at Zoom, Z-O-O-M-P-H, or just at Zenozi, which is my handle, at Z-O-N-O-Z-I. And hopefully we can chat with cameras or without cameras, like now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, or, or with tweets or stories. There's so many ways to talk now, right? So we'll make yeah, sure absolutely. to include all of the links to Amir and Zoom's stuff in the show notes. And I really encourage you to follow Amir because he does a really fun vlog every week. And you get to kind of oh, like you. dive into who he is once about. That's what that's what got me hooked on Amir. Plus he flies drones and I'm obsessed with drones, even though I am so not coordinated enough to fly them. But <laughs> that's another topic, an issue for another day. So thanks I can't for wait. <laughs> thanks for taking the time to talk with me, Amir, and with us fellow boring business owners. Until next time. Thanks for listening to Marketing for Your Boring Business. If you like this episode, please leave a review on iTunes or share this episode on social media. Want more? Subscribe to automatically get the latest episodes of Marketing for Your Boring Business. This podcast is presented by All in One Social Media. All the social media your business needs starting at $125 a month.